Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We've all been acting like this is normal. Holding our breaths for months. This isn't normal. We have to keep our cool or they win. I've been keeping my cool my whole life. I've always been the nice guy. The Good Samaritan. The thing is, Eric is dead. Jesus is dead. And I'm goddamn sick of being nice. Welcome to Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I just took a big drink when you started. (laughs) I'm much better now. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Great. Just give me a little more warning next time. Sorry. It's all right. How are you guys? Fantastic. Five-day weekend is starting now. Oh, yeah, nice. but is that a good or bad thing? I, I don't it's think good it's and a, bad. Yeah, I don't think it's a very good thing. It's we not have a, no schedule, and we have no schedule. It's not a five-day weekend for the parents. No. Hmm. Kim's doing okay right now. When we do our next podcast, though, Yeah. I'm hoping she's still here. Yeah, she's I might still have, with us. I might or have run away by Might have run away screaming in terror. Oh, because you know? of the five-day thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, we might, and you we're lucky to have her this week. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you remember that. Yeah, it's on. It's been recorded now, folks. How are you doing, Scott? <laughs> you have to do something verbal. Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> Tell me. What you don't drinking. accept my thumbs up anymore? No, no. not at all. Yeah. What are you drinking this week? What am I drinking? I am drinking my last, my last Augies. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Why'd you do drinking? that one tonight? Uh, because we're kicking off the, I'm, I'm trying to forget about the fear of the Walking Dead, so I need past. to get this. Yeah, I need to get this out of my fridge. Okay. Okay, that's fair. So, um, so yeah, so I'm going to knock off my beer of the Walking Dead. I thought you were going to be drinking one of those main brews. No, no, I drank those. I have to get more of those. <laughs> okay, Kim, what what do we got tonight? I'm drinking a can of Bliss Hazy no. IPA from Oscar Blues Brewery. It's um, a mountain. India Pale Ale? What's a mountain India Pale Ale? I don't know if there is such a thing, but they made it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, it's pretty good. I yeah. like it. And so ha- Hazy does it. It's 7.2. Nice. It's a kick-ass. Um, yeah. Does it have cannabis in it? No, it does not. No, 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 no. No, so it's like a, it's, it's like no. a hazy, you know, uh-huh. uh, northeast IPA. Yeah. Uh, it is good. It's, it's actually got a lot of, a lot of flavor to it. Cool. Um, it is strong. You can taste the the strength in it. Yep, got some nice kick to it. But it's good. I mean, it's good. Oscar Blues does a good job. Oscar Blues is in uh, Colorado, up in 
mm-hmm. Asheville, and it says that they're actually in Austin, I believe. They may Austin, have a, Texas? Yeah, really? they may have a new uh, brewery in Austin. Oh. So. They're spreading out. They're getting all over the place. All right, so we're covering, finally, The yes. Walking Dead, season 10, <gasps> episode 1, Lines We Cross. Oh, I must have missed the episode. Oh, for God's sakes. What did you... <laughs> Scott, Scott is actually just going to give us a synopsis of the last season of Fear of the Walking Dead. He's just going to watch each of those episodes as we go through the season and watch I the I was Walking just going to give you a synopsis of my day. No. Oh. That would be boring compared to this episode of The Walking Dead. I don't know. It doesn't sound too boring. Because it's I... It's pretty exciting, actually. A lot of food. ...thought this was an amazing <laughs> show. I don't know if it's because fear... Sucked so horribly bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, did you ask her? I don't remember asking her. I'm rolling with it because oh, okay, you guys aren't talking. Okay. <laughs> and um, it was 10 million times better than the entire season of Fear the Walking Dead put together. 10 million? How did you come to that number? Million. I just did. I multiplied the number of times that Daryl actually said words in this episode, which was a lot. He did say a lot of words. By whatever number that is. They still just, sound a lot like grunts, but he did he words. Did he lick his fingers at all during this one? Yes. And you're like, oh my God, he's licking his fingers. Yes, when he was eating food with Carol, <laughs> yeah. he was licking his fingers. <laughs> he's always licking his fingers. Yes. Yeah. He must have like permanent like Cheeto dust on his fingers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl's got Cheeto he's, fingers. He's always <laughs> licking like, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's always gross. licking something. He's maybe. always licking something. Um, you know what? I, you know what was weird to me watching this episode. I was I was trying to figure out what is the difference between these two series that makes them feel so different, and yeah. one feels so much more entertaining than the other. What did you think? I could not put my finger on it. I can't put. I mean, it's is it the writing? Is it? I mean, this one this one was chock full of all kinds of stuff. Okay, it's the so depth I can't. Of the characters. It's the depth of the characters. I mean, these characters, we most of these characters, we've grown up with for a while now. So they have a lot of background, and they stuck to their background. You know, Fear kind of abandoned anything that was going on with the Clark family. And so, you know, they lost that, which you grew into the series on. Right. Um, but Fear, you know, but The Walking Dead is, you know, just continuing on with the characters and, and and doing a good job of pretty of staying true to them. I think they're going a little overboard with Carol. And but uh but other than that, you know, they're they're being pretty true to the characters and that's good. Well I, yeah, I mean I think we could pick out certain things where they went overboard on, on a few of them. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would agree with you, Carol specifically with the whole I'm a boat seam <laughs> semen yes. person thing. <laughs> Was a little constantly odd. changing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's evolving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there were a few scenes that were a little ridiculous in that too. But um, this the the show itself was great. And even mm-hmm. though it was there was so much going on, and you're checking in on everyone, which we've said right. in the past that it's like, do we have to check in with everybody? Um, right. it, it was on the um, first episode. You do well. It was it was well crafted. You know, it yes. all, it always it, it was all purposeful. It wasn't just okay. We got to fit everybody in this right now. Um, it it there it did seem to flow really well. It was odd that they kind of stole that preacher, uh, big text thing. You know, when they're the I chapter. Ca- I thing. liked it. I liked it. And but it was to me, it was just weird that they they started doing right. that now. All of a sudden, because now yeah. uh, fear does it. Did fear do it too? 
one yes. time they did. Yeah, they did do it yeah. one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, from a graphic standpoint, mm-hmm. Preacher did a much better job with font choice for all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. But, you know, super nitpicky. I know. One, one thing that they did do that I thought was kind of cool is because, like you're saying, they had to cover a lot of different characters. That central conversation when they first hear the uh, satellite mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. when Eugene gets on the radio, they played that same conversation three times from three different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Which was kind of cool. And, it, you know, it gave you everybody on the same timeline and then what was happening in these different places at the same time. Well, so I thought that, that was a neat... It made sense piece. because it was, mm-hmm. I mean, when you started the show, it seemed like you were watching the wrong show. I honestly yeah. thought, I was like, did I miss something? Like what? Or maybe I this is a commercial. It. Maybe it's a commercial for something else. I loved it. it. But, you know, the thing about it, Stu, that I loved about it is that I kept forgetting about the satellite. And then I'd be in the store yeah. and all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden you'd hear, yeah. as the satellite came over them. There were long enough, long enough time in between each of them that it kind of kept reminding, kept, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the big thing that's happening right now. Well, the funny thing is, when we were watching it, I think you, Stuart, said something about the satellite, like... Like, I can't believe there's a satellite on this show or cheesy or something like that. I said, oh, come no. on. This is not Fear the Walking Dead. No, that was, no, that was the nuclear. <laughs> they didn't get up in a balloon nuclear bomb. Oh, the nuclear bomb. That's yes. what it was. Yeah, you, yeah. They, they, they were talking about having a nuclear bomb. Right. They were saying that, that the Whispers <laughs> have a nuclear bomb. Right. And I said, yeah. did I miss something? And I was like, oh, come on. This is not Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. It was and like then we a, both laughed. Ha, 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 ha. Yes. It was a metaphor. <laughs> I'm sure it was just like that. Yeah. But then I was um, like, but they do have a satellite and in then this we, show. I think we high-fived after that. We did. Okay. Uh, nice. Nice. This show does have a satellite falling out of the sky, but they handled it so differently sure. than the fear people did with the whole nuclear bomb thing. Or not mm-hmm. nuclear bomb. Nuclear, you know, power plant. Right. Power um, plants. <laughs> That one I still don't even buy that that happened. I don't well, buy that any of that happened. Well, you it never is, really the background saw it happen. It just like, kind of happened. You know, it was just kind of happening. It's the background thing that's tying everything together, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's not the main visual that is happening. That's the only thing that happens during the episode. Right. It's the thing that's tying all the concurrent events happening. So as we're checking in with each of the different civilizations, each of the different environments, it is bringing all the same situation to, like... Tying it up at the end. Right. right. And it also it is also is um, bringing us into the conflict that's coming mm-hmm. because that piece is what caused them to go over the border. Yeah. And so it you know, this whole thing was the satellite crashing was tying all the different scenes together because it gave you a timeline where you could work with. And and then once it crashed, then we've got our our uh, dilemma that's well, going to be going up. I think one of the pieces about Fear of the Walking Dead, though, when it came to the the nuclear power plant, it didn't seem to be very important in the storyline. Like, people were not rushing to get out of the way or to fix the power plant. Just that woman was. Grace. Mm -hmm. Whereas with this, it was like, all hands on deck. we got to put out this fire because it's going to destroy all of us. Like, it was a central part of the storyline. Whereas with Fear... It was so far-fetched because it was so 
so far in the background that it doesn't even really play into the story. It's just a secondary. <laughs> well, there's the no power pro- plant. There's thing. no. Cl- yeah, the power plant didn't have any like major explosion or something. You know, I mean, that would. Did we, everybody be did like, we ever oh, even shit. see the power plant? We no. saw it when it exploded. Remember, kind because of. the smoke went in the air, and they uh, were like, "We got to avoid the smoke." Yeah, we but take I'm, off in the airplane. I, I mean, I kind of oh, yeah, see, yeah. I kind of see the satellite as like all the other vehicles they used in *Fear the Walking Dead*, like the plane or the hot air balloon or the right. you know all those other things that where it was like, "Oh, come on, they're using another right. silly kitschy thing to to drive the story right now." And I, when I saw the satellite, I thought, "Oh, well, that might work this way." Mm-hmm. You know, but but it didn't at all. It actually it it, it worked a lot the, better with the story. You know, I'm the kind of person that when I think of a of a disaster, a post apocalyptic thing, I think about stuff like that. So what would happen to the satellites? Are yeah. they just going to come raining down into the ground? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. So you know, it it piqued my interest because because I'm looking at that and I'm going, oh, that's what I would think about. Yeah. Well, was, yeah, wasn't but, there a movie where the uh, there were uh, got astronauts stuck on a satellite and they landed on Earth and didn't know that everything that how bad it was on Earth? Planet of the Apes. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know there's Planet of the Apes. But there was a different one where they were the guy was like stuck in a satellite, I think, and uh-huh. um, there were like people trying to get in, and he thought they were trying to get in to help him. He was like stuck on a beach, and he oh. was trying. It was two of them, two astronauts in it. He was trying to dig out. And uh, the they were they were one? trying to dig in. No, this is like really yeah, old. Yeah, I remember you. I, I know what and, you're talking about. And the one, then one like of them gets grabbed or something. Yeah, his fellow astronaut that was with him yeah. gets pulled out, and all of a right. sudden, just like a hand comes down, like yeah. falls back down in. It was super scary. I remember it was I, I saw it when I was like yeah. twelve, probably. But um, anyways, yes. Yeah. So I mean that you know it, it this seems real like a realistic thing. Hot air balloon. Okay, yeah, you have to kind of explain. It away as as like how it could actually work. Okay, well, yeah, that's you know, fine. But but the satellites at some point are gonna have to come down. Just and like no the power plants are gonna have to blow up. No one's controlling yep. them. No one's up there. You know, right. repairing them, refueling them, whatever. Yeah. So they take maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, and this was an old one, evidently, because it was from the Soviet time, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was. Yeah, they were bound to come down at some point. Now I do have to ask though. Is there really any importance that we know other than what Eugene is kind of saying? Well, maybe we can get something out of here that's that's technology. I mean, did he did he, I mean, he seemed to know right off the bat what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which for me, I'm kind of I'm kind of going, OK, this is a little ridiculous. This is like the professor on Gilligan's Island. He just knows all the science now. Right. I mean, is he he's been inside satellites messing with this stuff. And he so did forth. make a coconut radio. Oh, good point. So I stand corrected. Yeah, I wouldn't have known to get anything off of the satellite dish or satellite, whatever. As a scientist, I'm saying. Yeah. And right. the other thing that's that's really important through this whole thing and why this the fires and everything are important is because the border is still very important through the entire episode. Yes, and, and they a recurring point that out a lot. Yeah, it's a recurring mm-hmm. thing. For yep. when Daryl, they kill the deer, they can't go over the border yep. to get the deer that's dead. Uh, Aaron goes over the border and Michonne goes yep. off on Reprimands him. Reprimands him for it. Let's, can we reel it back in? Of and course. go back to the beginning of the yes. show? Yes. Hold on, yes. I gotta write my question down then. Okay. okay. Because, you know, it's obvious what they're showing us right off the bat is that they are much more organized now. I'm not sure what the period of time is, but I'm assuming it has to be a good bit of months later. 
Yeah. And so they're doing their formations against walkers mm-hmm. practice on the beach, mm-hmm. which I thought was a pretty cool scene. The Roman centurion kind yes. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you need all those formations to kill five walkers, but... Well, they never used it again. No. So it seems like it's not very practical. Yeah, I think they were just showing it to... I think they showed that because they wanted to make a cool scene and they wanted to show how organized they are. Yeah. Well, the best part about that scene is that it's filmed in Georgia on Jekyll Island's Driftwood Beach, which is a beautiful beach that anybody can go to. It's a public beach. And there are actually all those trees, those driftwood trees, all over the beach. Yeah, it's nice. gorgeous, and you can climb on them. And well, it's where the the ocean's actually coming in and reclaiming where an old growth forest is. Yeah, oh. so the the tides are actually pulling sand away, and it's pulling all these yeah uh, the trees yeah trees these, that were buried. Yeah, well, they're pulling it. It's pulling them into the ocean and burying oh. them more. So you just have like these massive branches like sticking up out of the tree roots. Oh, wow. All actually That's out cool. into the water too. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. It's like a big wreck zone. Yeah. It's awesome. It's the most beautiful beach I've ever been it's to. It's very in my cool. Life. But they did say on the Talking Dead that they just had some fake boat pieces that they, you yeah. know, so it's supposed to look like a shrimper that's right. kind of I I'm there. still trying to figure out how they got all those walkers in that boat. Uh, that's one of the questions I had is that was so they called this the training thing, right? Right, right. So they're not they didn't actually set that up with a bunch of walkers. They, they had came to. Have. I mean, I how, would, how would they how would there was they like have 30 all those walkers of them in, in there? I know. So how would you have 30 of <laughs> them in that little tower? I, I mean, I thought that was a little silly. And and not only that, you know, they kept letting them out in dribs and drabs. Yeah. But no. Uh, but then they all break down the wall. I don't know why that wouldn't have happened right off the bat. Exactly. They're like, oh, well, now their hands are getting through around the hinges. Yeah. Oh, now they've really noticed us. <laughs> Although, right. So, anyways, it was a good setup that the, the the killing scene, the fight mm-hmm. scene with Michonne and yeah. uh, and them. Like, actually, Michonne specifically uh, with some of the special effects was pretty cool. Yeah, um, with the I blood agree. splattering up in the air. That was actually super awesome. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. the face getting sliced off and oh, falling yeah. in the water. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, and let me ask you something. Uh, so the kids find what they say is a mask, right? Mm-hmm. But couldn't that have been the face that went in the water? Well, that's, that's what, what I, I thought. That's what I thought it was at first. It wasn't too. very clear until they said, oh, it's a whisperer's mask. I'm like, why? Why could it not just be the one that you guys just sliced Did they actually dice? state that they yeah. thought it was the whisperer's mask? Okay. Oh, they, they said it throughout the show. That's why they were freaking out. Oh. Right. Because they said they found a whisperer's mask. That would mask. be an important point for me to catch. Yes. 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 Good and that's point. when Daryl tells <laughs> Carol, Carol... <laughs> Dell tells Carol about it. I should listen. I, I should listen to some podcasts where that's explained to me. Let's, let's open a Chateau Moir and talk about the mask. Holy cow! Um. <laughs> what the hell? Some poor French pronunciation. <laughs> this is like my tongue is very fat. Um, so, yeah, that's a central part of this episode, Stuart. Mm-hmm. Oh, you going so, back to that now? So okay. you should go watch it again before you podcast. All right, go. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll wait. Okay. And we're back. And I'm caught up back. now. Yeah, I'm caught up now. <laughs> okay. Good. Good man. Yeah, so I, I, I was just kind of questioning why why the 
they didn't think that that was the matter. My, my first assumption, it was the face that went into the water right. from the attack. Because it happened right after. But I think the face yeah. going in the water is supposed to be have been symbolic, not literal. Yes, but but it didn't come across that way. No, I mean you have a face going in the water, and then the next scene, the kids find a face. Yeah, <laughs> in a bucket and, full of shells. In a bucket full of stuff they got off the beach. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So I mean, uh, why weren't you tying that together? <laughs> so anyway, I did think that was a little odd. Um, I'm glad one... they finally showed us uh, RJ. Yeah, yeah. He actually had um, lines actually, and everything. Actually, I, I really didn't care. You never that's care right. about the kids or the lovey-dovey stuff. No, one thing I thought was really cool, I don't know if you noticed it, but the first couple of walkers that came out, they actually, their legs were only bones. Did you see that? No. You uh, could actually no, see through the legs. <gasps> that's so cool. To the sinew and the bones that were hanging down and so forth. It was it was really cool. A I, neat effect. I liked, um, I mean, uh, yeah, I liked the, the waterlogged walkers that were coming yeah. out of yeah. the yeah. ship. Were the one with cool the looking. driftwood all the way through it. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, that guy coming that out of the, the water. That was the very first one. Yeah. yeah, coming out of the water. That was sweet. I do have to ask that. He's, like, gurgling water and stuff. Yeah. How do they survive? Okay, so if they kill the brain, mm-hmm. it kills the walker. Mm-hmm. So if they go underwater and they can never get oxygen, doesn't that kill the brain? No. Evidently not. Okay. Because... The brain I, is being operated on by a virus or a parasite. We don't know which one. Okay. And it so does it can, not need air. It can operate independently. I, I, I think the science of it is not really looked into that much. I mean, yeah, they're fucking walkers. They're zombies. I liked how he was gurgling, though, when he came out of the water. Yeah. Which reminded me of Creepshow when Ted Danson was in it, and he did the underwater scene, and he came out as a ghost gurgling water. That shit creeped me out my entire life. Did it. Ted Danson always bothers me. Yeah, he was he was Greg good on Cheers. Ted Danson was even worse. Um, but the other thing is the one with that same guy with the walk with the uh, the tree coming out of him. I was thinking he's going to be top heavy. He's not going to be able to get out of the water. <laughs> he's going to fall right yeah. over backwards. He's got to sit down. He's got to be tired. Totally, yeah. totally. But great scene. And then Greg Nicotero said there were lots of Easter eggs. Like there was the, the barrel on the front of the boat yes. to represent from, from Jaws. Jaws. Yep, the yellow barrel. I forgot yes. to go back and look for that. I need I need to look for that. They do an aerial view of the boat, and you can see it off to the front. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. There were some other things, too, but I can't remember what they were. And a couple more Jaws references and so forth, but I can't, I can't remember what they were either. Um, okay, first... Big pet peeve of the season. Okay. Well. No. We we had a uh, we had a a point there where they find the campsite, mm-hmm. and they find the body near mm-hmm. the campsite, and it's covered in flies. We have never had flies on this show. We have dead people everywhere, and we never had flies. Flies would be everywhere. I don't think that's true, Scott. Do you remember flies? I feel like I remember flies before. I've seen a lot of there would them. Be them. There would be clouds of We've heard them. clouds of Yeah, there would be clouds of those things around the, all these dead people. There would be, but I think that would be annoying for the storyline if we saw them all the time. I think for this one, they be were being cool. used as an element to depict time frame, mm-hmm. as in how long have these people been dead and, and, and who could possibly be the ones that killed them. So, i.e., <laughs> now I'm, I'm talking as I'm writing. That's in my head. Never mind. Anyways, i.e., um, 
I don't, I'm not following you. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the for thing example, about it, is it could have been the, the walkers versus the okay. whispers. Is this going to have uh-huh. footnotes? It could have footnotes. <laughs> um, Refer no, back I just to think, I just think um, the flies bring such a sense of reality yeah. to the dead that it makes them even scarier. Because, you know, when I saw that body, when I heard the flies, I thought, that's a real body. Mm-hmm. You know, because it sounded so realistic. That's what you would expect to find. Okay, find so the body. Let me let me backtrack here a little bit. Are you upset that there were flies? No, no. I'm. I've. It just. just you I just finally that noticed that they had. Before. Yeah, they, okay. I've not never seen it before, and I was just kind of like, wow. You know, once I saw it, I was kind of like, my goodness, that that would be everywhere. Yeah. Well, it would. It would totally be everywhere. I mean, think about um, like when they're at the garbage heap, as well. Yeah. Or just yeah, any yeah. of these areas with, like, tons of, of dead. I mean, um, throughout the entire season, or series, you would expect there to be obnoxious smells, right. ooey-gooeyness, flies, mm-hmm. like, all that stuff. But they can't show that every single episode. Well, you would get used to the smells. The smells right. you could you would get accustomed to. You would get to. used to the flies, too, I bet. Yeah, yeah, but the flies should still be there. I, I think it made the body that much more horrific to have flies all over it because that is what you would expect to find because that's when they find a body in real life it has that might you know that might have been the part that kind of confused me as to well because this was after aaron and michonne had their talk on the bridge right yeah and so they called him over and you got to see this yeah and so they go over to see the stuff in the forest and i was with the flies i'm thinking so did they just kill some of their own people here the whispers well, yeah yeah did yeah exactly or these or were these these um, were they walkers. were camp, the campers they i were think campers. they were survivors they were the campers right and i guess the implication what survivors was from that where they, they skinned just, them just in the world they were just, just people. people who okay. who came through that territory set up camp and then the whispers found them and took them out because they were they seemed pretty um, definite that the the whispers had come through recently because of the skin because of the skin yeah but how, right. how how would they know it was that recent when they, they I mean there was like leaves and all kinds of shit up against a lot well, of people. The, 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 they they the knew the old other ones con- had been there a while. The condition of the skin that they found was still a wearable skin. So there were people from different time periods, bodies from different time periods, is what you're saying. Yeah, you yeah, say yeah. The, some the, were the, had been the there a while, and some that were on the bo- that were like bones and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They pointed out that those are old. Well, because they pointed out one that was, they said, well, that's been here a while, and it was like a full body that was not bones. It just mm-hmm. was a naked I carcass. Was. I thought it was. Remember? It was yeah. a naked carcass with like a bunch of leaves and stuff up against it, and I was like. Yeah, but I think well, that's what kn- the idea was, is that yeah. because the leaves are on there, it's been sitting there for a while. Yeah, but it still wasn't decrepit enough that the skin had come off of it. That you, know you still saying? couldn't eat yeah, it. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, it still looked tasty, is all I was saying. Ugh. <laughs> Hell yeah! You still had some good on some good meat on there, is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not for, not for a sandwich. So, what did you guys think of uh, the Negan situation these days? That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was glad to see Negan out, and and actually, you know, I'm really glad that he had a a, a cell to go back to. I'm glad he's not like just a regular member of society right. now that they fully trust and let out into the world to do, you know, whatever. 
Um, I'm glad that there's still a bit of caution and that he's basically out on work release. But they have someone mm-hmm. watching over him the yeah. entire time, too. Right. right. Right, which is more realistic. You wouldn't just let this guy be part of the community all the time. No, not, not after mm-hmm. what he's done at all. No, no. Um, and then, and even for what's-her-face, um, Lydia, for her, I actually feel more sad for. Like, she, it's not her fault that she was no. born into this situation and she's kind of had to go along with her mom's ideas just for survival and because i mean hell she's her mom so i was glad to see that he's being watched but so sad that she's being watched especially now that right. the whisperers are back into play right and I, I think that's the idea is they want you to feel bad for her yeah and for and in the fact that they've got negan out of his cell gives him more of a chance to be a character in the show instead of being just someone in a cell that they go and confer with every once in a while. And did they, you catch the part where they said that that was uh, Carl's vision mm-hmm. for the future? Yeah. Where he would be working in the garden? Well, I, I, now, still course, like the, I still like the fact that Gabriel's going back to touch base with him, though. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. kind of bounce things oh, yeah, off yeah. of him. Exactly. It's kind of the, the angel-god thing. Or angel oh, devil true. thing going on. Yeah, good point. That was a little creepy statement when he said, uh, let me give you a baby bird a little bit of my, uh, let me baby bird a little bit of my wisdom into your pretty yeah. little mouth of yours. That was I'm gross. Like, what? It was, I, <laughs> <laughs> Negan, Negan was great this episode. I loved mm-hmm. every yeah. bit of him. I even like his new look where he's got kind of the, the shaven sides of his head and mm-hmm. he just, his looks kind of, looks super hot. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Good. <laughs> she likes old guys with skinny legs. Yeah, all right. He had a I hat did. on, but okay. <laughs> uh, but no, I did think it was good that uh, that Negan was getting a little interaction, and and I do think um, I do agree with you. I like the uh, the Father Gabriel um, Negan scenes. I do not like the Father Gabriel and what's Eugene. her name. And Eugene and Rosita. And Rosita. Father Gabriel and Rosita. Really? I I knew you were going to say that. That doesn't doesn't, doesn't match at all. Rosita was um, super pale, wasn't she? Or was it just me? Mm -hmm. She had kind of like a vampire look to her. (laughs) She was like really pale looking. You were like. She's beating up everything instead of taking care of her kid. There is that. Yeah, Yeah, she's got. Well, she's got three dads taking care of the kid right now. You got Eugene. Who's mm-hmm. coming up with matrix matrix on how to you know what what is going on with the baby the entire time? Yes, exactly. And Sadiq, who's actually taking care of the kid, except having like PTSD flashbacks. Yeah, that was scary. Here. And then um, Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel was I don't even know what the hell Gabriel's actually doing. He's supposed to be the love interest, but man, I don't see it. It's yeah. three men and a baby. That yeah, there was a lot going on that didn't seem to actually Who was Ted really dancing? mesh on that. He just keeps popping up, doesn't he? Yeah. There was like uncompleted stories going on there. Really. It was Paul, just kind of, it was yeah, a check-in. It, it was check-in on what's what's going exactly, on there. Exactly. That's, that's what it. it was to reintroduce you to the weirdness of that relationship. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm tired. Of, I got to tell you, I'm already tired of Eugene's witticisms. They're just, they're just taking off to such lengths that I'm just like, enough. Yeah. Enough. There was something, I, there was something when they were fighting the fire or something like that, that he said... And it was just so, 
I wish I could remember what it was because I just went, oh, my God, just say it's it's a fire. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he did say something. They did actually, I don't even think they focused on him. He said right. something. You heard him say something. And I, th- yeah. I, I think I heard, I remembered the same thing. I was like, why the hell is he saying that? Like, a, like it's an emergency right now. Yeah, just say it's a fire, Eugene. Yeah. yeah. You know, anyway. Yeah, I'm a little tired of the Eugene stuff, to tell you the truth. Um, I actually, can't be too tired yet. Well, it's yeah, the first I, episode. I, I, actually, I was tired of last season. Yeah, I was to tell you too. The truth. I really liked all the stuff that Eugene was doing with Coco the baby because it reminded me of what you and I used to do when the triplets were little, and we charted every single pee and poop and every single time they ate and how I don't, long. Yeah, they I didn't ate. chart any of it. I did. I charted all of that. Yeah, we we made like a bunch of different. They all had like certain diets they needed to have, but we yeah, we didn't go to the extent. I didn't go to the extent of doing. They kept sending. They kept sending the, me the spreadsheets, and I just couldn't look at them. Yeah, we had so many spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. No, I was just making them food all the time. That's why I remember. <laughs> I'm changing diapers. They were just eating and pooping. Just, do we have enough to clean diapers? That's all I was worried about. Do we have enough formula and clean diapers to get through the week? That's all I worried about. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, and beer. I, do we I have think, enough I think beer? Rosita and, <laughs> and Sadiq, I can see, as a couple. Me too. I'm just not buying the Father Gabriel thing. I just don't know what, I don't know what about him would attract her. He's you know, a very I mean, kind soul. He's a kind soul. Yeah, but she's a badass who's who who's not a kind soul. You she know? needs somebody I mean, to balance her out. Hey, well, it's the same thing as why is why is Gabriel and and uh, Negan always talking all the time? They're like exact right. opposites. Right. Opposites attract, Scott. I don't know if you ever heard that. Uh, I've heard it, and I think it's. Bullshit. You know what I would? Uh, you know what I would like Father mm-hmm. Gabriel to do? Get a freaking eye patch because I'm yeah. tired of looking at that egg yolk eye. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Where I would are you be looking, like, man, where are you looking? I know. I would be like, seriously, can you please cover that eyeball? Because it's really bothering me. <laughs> I'll get you a pirate. Patch. Wow. <laughs> it is. It's weird. Because I was like, can you see? I'd be, I'd be asking her, can you actually you having a conversation? Can you see out of that thing? I would be, <laughs> I would just be like, I, 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 I can't talk to you. I just keep staring. Exactly. I can't. I, I, can't. I, forgot I, I my would train be honest. Thought. Be like, listen. You know, I don't have a problem if you want to show it off. That's fine. But I'm probably gonna be looking at it the entire time during this conversation. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you. You know, speaking of which, what did you think of? Um, oh, I don't. What was the guy's name? The the other doctor. Oh, that was weird and creepy. Uh, Dante. Like, Dante. Yes. Dante. Like, yeah. What was he saying about the? Like, he was going to jump his bones or something. No, he said, well, uh, no. yeah, you're looking at me like you're going to kiss me or something like that. Yeah, he that says, if weird. you stare at my mouth much longer, then you need to kiss me. That was, yeah. that was very <laughs> That was kind of, like, weird. But, uh, but I thought scene. he was kind of funny. I didn't. It was actually, I, I don't think it... I don't think it came off well. Yeah, I don't think he... Because <laughs> I, I looked at Kim and I was like, what is well. going on? Is this still part of him, like, hallucinating right now or That's what? what I thought, too. I no, I think I think he's going to be the uh, I think comic was, foil to Sadiq's life. It was supposed to be like a friend, kind of you yeah. know, Josh, like making yeah. fun of him. For but is he secretly him. going to be gay and like come on to Sadiq later on and or, cause or a rift? He riff? could have been just making a joke about the fact that Sadiq's just staring he was, at his mouth. He was all just joking. Yeah, he was just joking. With oh him. no, it was weird. But it just came but, across very odd, because, well, especially it's, it's, with what Sadiq was going through at that point. 
because he right. was kind of going through this like non-reality thing, flashback right, thing. Because and then the, all ba- sudden, the yeah, the baby was screaming, and that's why yeah. Dante came to help out. Yeah. Um, I you know when Dante I think actually it's one of those... kissed him though, that was the very yeah. weird part. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean. It, it, it's obvious that Dante respects Sadiq, but Sadiq doesn't have a whole lot of respect for Dante. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, if you're going to throw in something that kind of might pique my interest a little bit, it might be something like that. I could I could see. I think it would be interested to see their in yeah. their interaction in the future. This may not have been the time to do it. Well, you know, I, I think that might have, maybe next episode. <laughs> I, I I disagree with you. I I thought it kind of threw something in there you weren't expecting. I same am with, not well, surprised. It definitely did that. Yeah, and same with um with uh, what's his name flirting. Oh the, yes, the, the music professor. teacher. Oh, yeah. that was cute. Yes, yeah, but hey, for God's sakes, take cute. your sports coat off. You're on the beach. Why? Oh, he's got a yeah, little dapper. Yeah, he's his no his his character. Uh, the situations they were putting him in seemed very forced. It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, you gotta. If you the jacket. If they're opening up the ranks so he can come through and start killing people, and he's like dressed up. Yeah, but it's also it's also kind of like, but it's but but the sports jacket to me is kind of like that's his uniform. Yes. That we can't see him unless he has his uniform on, and I'm kind of like, no, he's a good enough character to just let him be like you would be at a beach yeah. with a t-shirt on or something like yes. that. Not wearing a stupid sports coat. Well, the thing Lord. that gets me is that <laughs> it's it's hot as hell here, y'all. It's humid. And when you're on the beach, you are not wearing that kind of clothing. No. Especially if you are supposed to be active and moving a lot and wielding an axe or whatever. Well, so, I Kim, mean, so Kim, in essence, you got my point. I did get your point, but right. I understand. Right. I I totally understand what you're saying, but I also think his little jackets are cute. Well, you don't. <laughs> well, you don't need certain clothing on the characters to portray their the stereotype of where they came from. Right. Right. You know. I mean, we. Yeah, we that's under- what I'm saying. Exactly. We understand the background of who the character mm-hmm. is. You don't have to keep reminding us with that. It could be more in stuff he says and so forth that reminds us that he is an educator or I, something, you, but. I was kind of thinking a similar thing with Michonne. Mm-hmm. I was like, do you think like she wants to maybe just wear some comfortable pants? I know. Hers are mm-hmm. so tight. <laughs> Instead of that yeah. same pair of extremely tight pants all the time? Well, you know, they did it with Rosita. Because yeah. when they first showed her, she was the comic book Rosita with the short shorts and the little right, top. Right, right, And now she wears pretty much regular clothes. Like the clothes she was wearing today, I would have been like... Heck yeah, you just had a baby and you are totally relaxed in that outfit. I can understand wanting to have clothes that's not going to get caught on stuff, especially when you have to fight and stuff like that. Yeah. But at some point, you got to think, okay, it's not about like the looks of my clothes. Like, I want something that's going to be comfortable. Here's another, be, here's another thing. Yeah. Either there's especially a when world, it's hot as hell. Right. Either there's a world shortage of shorts out there. Or people aren't paying attention because yeah. hardly anybody's wearing shorts. They're all running around in jeans and, and well, I, now, so forth. That I'm kind of like when they're when they're wearing long sleeve shirts and and jeans. I mean, that's part of that's protection as well. That's what I would say too. You like right? I mean, you've but, got a you know protection from possibly the sun, but mainly protection from being bit snakes right. and yeah. bugs right. and everything. But well, <clears throat> at the same time, walkers, there's like chomping things. Oh well, them too. But you know they're gonna they're probably gonna encounter more snakes than anything and bugs. 
out in the world. But um, flies and flies, snapping especially turtles. on the beach. No, maybe some snapping turtles. But I think if they're going to portray them in those types of outfits, they need to like show them saying like, "God damn, it's fucking hot out here," or "These goddamn <laughs> exactly. bugs are driving me nuts." You know, I'm sucking this water down. Oh my god! Right, because that's what we in Georgia would be saying and have yes. been up until mm-hmm. this past Saturday. Right. Oh, the heat finally broke. When fall broke. finally hit. Finally broke. It's oh fall, y'all. It is fall. Yes, thank God. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, it just doesn't seem to uh, quite apply. Because even the actors talk about how hotter than hell it is yeah. when they're making the show. Yeah. You know, so why not, you know, show them be hot. You know, let them be hot. But uh, maybe with some more comfortable clothes on. Correct. Why don't we go ahead and take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about a couple more things. Cool. We're back. Um, Kim, I damn well know you are dying, dying to talk about Carol and Daryl. Wasn't that sweet? Oh, was that your miss? No. Oh, sorry. Wasn't Excuse that me. sweet, though, how <laughs> Daryl <laughs> is so concerned? Well, first of all, Carol gets off that boat, and she's uh-huh. not really caring too much about King Ezekiel, but she does care about her yeah, friend Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That was very awkward and uncomfortable. That was weird. I'm so happy that Carol has become such a seafaring person in the last couple of months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she I'll... could have fly a hel- helicopter next episode. Well. Yeah, Carol was annoying in this episode. She was a bit full of herself, yeah. I think. Oh, she was annoying as hell. But yeah. I like that their relationship has continued throughout all these <laughs> years. And it, it, I don't know why, but it was this episode that brought that all home to me when Daryl's like, or I think it was her, she said, you know, the two of us, when this all started, the two of us were struggling to find our way. And Daryl's like, yeah, you know, basically, like, we were going through some shit, and Uh we're the only ones who understand that, and that's why we have such a huge bond. I'm like, holy cow, I I understand this now. Yeah, but it was also, in, in a way, a bit annoying because it was like, yeah, you know, we're the originals from the show. Yeah. And all these other people are kind of crap, which is why I treat King Ezekiel like that. Yeah. Because right. we're the originals. We're OGs. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I have, from the beginning, have not bought the Carol Daryl thing. I mean, she looks like his mom. Well, I no, mean, no, but it's their friends. It's not... I know that. I know that. I know that. But the whole... But now, I, I, I do like the uh, Daryl Connie thing. I think that's cute. Oh, yes, yeah, right. It, it yeah, is. Yeah, that one right. that one makes sense. Especially to me. that he's learning sign language. And yeah. I'm glad they yeah. did that because of your first comment because yeah. of Which you know the Daryl Carroll thing. Yeah, like just I'm glad that they're kind of real. getting his attention on someone else. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's that seems a little bit more realistic. 
Yeah, because it always seemed like Daryl was supposed to be pining for Carol, and I just never could quite buy it. But I do like this because, you know, compared to a couple years ago where Daryl was nothing but a grunter, he's now, you know, talking and he's actually looking at uh, being interested in somebody other than maybe some of the animals in the woods. I don't know. So I I like Daryl's character in that respect, a little more depth to it. And I did, and I will have to admit, though, I did like the scene when Carol was making fun of Daryl. I did think that was funny. And it did lead to one of the best lines of the show, which is where where he's telling her that uh, she needs to stay because because otherwise he has to go punch holes in the bo- every, all the boats. Yes. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> well, that was he, very cute. I mean, they've always had that relationship between the two, and it was always like Daryl was the protector. Mm-hmm. Right. But for so many seasons, Carol never needed protection from anybody. Yeah. Right. So it was like, well, why is he still thinking that he has to be the protector? It did make so, sense. Yeah. Right. And and not that Connie needs protection, but she needs, <laughs> she maybe needs a little bit help, you know, for right. like fitting mm-hmm. into the society a little bit more than than what. Mm-hmm. And he, and that's you know who he is is someone that's there to help the people. Well, that Connie have, is have definitely less. somebody who's comfortable with herself. That's for sure. Right. Totally. The whole superhero conversation with her sister mm-hmm. was so yes. awesome. Yeah, that was cool. So she's not she's not intimidated by situations. Um, so I think somebody like Daryl is actually probably a pretty good kind of person she might be with, you know, someone mm-hmm. who's a little bit misunderstood in some way, right. in yes. some ways has a lot of respect, but you know, he, I don't think anybody in the, uh, in the community is thinking, Hey, I like to go hang out with Daryl because he's not the most talkative or, yeah, well, he's recluse. I- exactly. Yeah. And Connie, when she sees that he's doing stuff like that. Um, yeah, definitely makes a makes a big difference. Um, so anyway, I like that relationship. But they communicate on a similar level. Right. But, okay, so my question, though, is, like, when the whole satellite comes down and the fire starts, well, beforehand, we see the deer go across the border, and Daryl's like, no, we can't cross the border. And she's like, well, that deer could feed 300 people, which is not true. <laughs> 200. What was that? 200. Whatever, it's still not feeding 200 people. I know. But then she's okay going over the border to fight the fire. No, she's okay going over the border to fight the fire and to get the deer. But why is that when she's the one that is like so, she's still so incredibly pissed off at Alpha for taking her for taking her child and essentially breaking up her marriage, which I don't know if she, I'm sure she blames her for that a little bit, but... She she has no care in the world about going over the border, but Daryl does. Right. So it's like, why why is Carol so okay with that? Like she's antagonizing Alpha. Like bring it well, on. I think that's bitch. I think that's part of it. I think it's part of it. I think she's aggressive towards that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing that that will put everybody else in danger, she doesn't care. When she's that's, the one who's always cared about keeping everybody safe. Right. But I think that's kind of what Daryl was saying, to, you know, is that she's going out in this boat going looking for Alpha, um, trying to find them so she could deal with them herself. But she's not telling anybody that. But he knows it. So, yeah, yeah, she doesn't give a shit. She wants she wants to kill Alpha. The, the, but, you know, that's one thing that a real evident of that is the fact that, you know, at the very end of the damn show, she's standing on that cliff top. 
Alpha comes walking out and she just stares at her. Yeah, I could, so instead classic. of hiding, you know. <laughs> so classic. I, what? I loved it. Did you? Oh, I thought it was yeah. stupid. Why? I thought it was stupid too. I'd be like, get the hell away from the edge. Why of the cliff. She had plenty of time to hide, and Alpha never would have known they were there. No, she, I know, I know, I agree. She's creating an issue with the between the two societies by yeah. standing out right. there. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a little stare down going. Alpha on. Alpha was not coming out there trying to find someone standing up there. No, obviously. she was coming to get some and rays. Yet, and yet, yeah. Carol, yeah, and she was doing some weird like snake thing with her neck. Then, yeah, she's very odd. Um, but the fact that she, she, st- Carol just stood there and didn't move, yeah. like, didn't even try to hide, like, screw you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, screw exactly. you, I'm going on a boat and all the other people on land are going to have to deal with you. So That's right, that's so exactly there. how I felt about that situation, too. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was yeah, weird. I thought Although, was, I think that was, that was after the fact, after uh, the part where Daryl was convincing her to stay, because, like you said, Scott, mm-hmm. he, she was, he was going to have to put holes in all the boats, so... She yep, was there exactly. for good, so if she's going to be there for good, then she's going to pick a fight with Alpha and her people. Yep, yep. So, so I, I, I got to ask though. So, the the reasoning for her going out on the boat in the first place was she getting away from all these people? She was doing she was doing her hermit her hermit house again. Yeah, you know, remember when she got outside the walls, went to the house? That's what she was doing. But at the same time, um. You know, Daryl insinuates that she's also going looking for them. But there's other people on that boat. Yeah. But, I mean, but is this all similar setup to what Aaron was saying as well when he's on the bridge? He's like, why are we acting like everything's okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I like, mean, so. like she's, she's in the same mindset as, like... Yeah, well, that, she just wants... Yeah, she wants outside the society She right wants now. war. No, what I'm saying is when she's yeah. staring down Alpha, yeah, it's kind of the same as, as Aaron's right. saying, like... Why are we acting like this is even like yeah, acceptable? I think Carol was at this just kind of like, "Yeah, bitch, you see me? Yep. I'm right here." Yeah, yeah which and is like weird because like the tables have turned because Daryl used to be that one where he's like, "Fuck it, I'm taking your ass on." Now he's like, "No, we don't want to upset the status quo. Don't cross the border. Don't piss them off." So it's but it's Daryl and Michonne that are ones that are kind of like trying to keep right because they've seen how much day. death and destruction that these people have brought to their communities. Yep. Yep. So, anyway, I think we've covered it. We have. I don't know. Do we even have time for hits and misses? Of course. Oh, of course. Okay. Right. we got to do hits or misses. Of course. Kimmy, may I avail on you to start out with the hits? Okay, my hit is a very simple one. Okay. And that is, we're watching The Walking Dead and not Fear the Walking Dead. Ah, you stole mine. Really? Yeah. I mean, wow. it's like night and day, <laughs> Wow, you guys day, were really y'all. creative this week. Not really. That's a pretty big one, I think. It's it's like night and day watching these two different shows. It was... Um, it can be. It, it was, was a, refreshing. It was a massive contrast mm-hmm. uh, between the, se- the last season of Fear the Walking Dead and then coming into this one episode. I, I don't I'm, think I'm, it's going to keep up with no. that. Right, yeah, I'm tempering but, my... my <laughs> joy over this thing just because i've been in the middle of some of these walking dead seasons and i've been like what the hell you know yeah so we'll see i don't we'll think it'll it. keep up the this pace either but it's there's no. there's such gosh i mean it's hard to pinpoint like we've said what that is but it is it is so refreshing to watch the walking dead versus fear of the walking dead yes. yes what was your hit scott my hit was probably my favorite line of the show. Um, when Ezekiel and Daryl are standing on the dock, and Ezekiel says, you ever wonder why they call bird shit guano? 
And Daryl goes, nah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, nah, it's just bird shit or something like that. Dave. Yeah, right. But, nah, it, but he just says, just shit. nah. And then there was a pause, and I just barreled out laughing. Yeah, nah. was, was, <laughs> That's a that sad a scene comment. because Ezekiel's waiting for Carol to come back, and she totally blows him off. Mm-hmm. I, I still like their conversation, though. It was pretty damn funny. Yeah. Mm. Nah. All right, what was your miss? My miss would have to be the CGI deer that died on the railroad tracks. Oh, yeah. That was a little lame. Yeah, it was. I mean... Yeah, because he kind of melted into the ground. He's like... Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It just wasn't very convincing. It wasn't good. Stu? Uh, my, my miss was um, the uh, Dante scene. Oh, ah. that was just creepy. That was yeah, that creepy. was really weird to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, seemed, it was, yeah. it was uh, unneeded. Mm. And uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to go with saying that's a miss, though, because I mean, I want to see what happens first. It was a miss. I think it was. It was what happens it was, is he's going to like <laughs> kidnap uh, what's his face and put him in a basement and like bonk his yeah, ass. Yeah, I, I mean, it was wow. it was portrayed like this guy. Wow. It, like, is there that's how I felt. I felt dirty. I felt dirty. A little dirty. A little dirty. A little there dirty you go. after that's a miss, that Scott. Wow. Things that make him Ooh. feel dirty. Sadiq. Bit of a, bit of a mess. Kidnapping Sadiq, yeah. Bit of a mess. Well, no, right. I don't think he was going for Sadiq, but it was it was weird that Sadiq's here with his kid, and he's trying to, like, wake him up from whatever yeah. PTSD vision thing that he's having yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, but it just came across very uncomfortable. Right. Well, I think it was supposed to. I think, I think Sadiq is... Is uh, this guy really likes Sadiq? But I don't know Sadiq's why you're not... sticking out for the scene, Scott. I don't understand. Well, it. because I just don't think it was a real. I, there was much more things I would call a miss in there than that. That was my miss. Like the one I'm about to mention right now. No, that now. was my miss. You <laughs> I never, never let me have my miss. All right, what's your miss? My miss is Carol putting out a fire with the Walker's blood. Oh my God! I totally oh, forgot yeah. about that. That was that, that was, was the other so one. Stupid. that was, that was cheesy, super cheesy but brilliant. Oh, no, 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 no. There's no, no way it had that, that was, much blood no, no, no. in it, though. That was fear that of the was walking not dead. Brilliant. That was cheesy as hell. Sure it was, was y'all. It was terrible. She thought about stuff before she actually did it. Oh, that no. was ridiculous. Number one, I've never seen a walker bleed out like that. No, I haven't either. I mean, there was way too much blood in that walker. I mean, that's just, that, it was just stupid. That was, gr- it was just that a was, gimmick. That was for a gratuitous gore kind of thing. That was it. But... But it's even stupid. then, you know, just the fact that she actually was using it to put out a fire—that's just like, oh my god, you got to be kidding! Oh, me. did you see you the pile? That was like the fifth one she had done with. She just like kept <laughs> grabbing them and cutting their throats. I just, yeah, exactly. I mean, I just was like, you got a great fire scene going on, and you throw that hokey thing in the middle of it. Oh my god, terrible. To, yeah, so that's to, my miss. To go along with that, the whole fire scene where they had the backpacks. Yeah. So Where they did ha- they get those? So they have they made them. They have nothing in this in this world. Yet they have backpacks for water. No, no, no. They, they've been making all kinds of stuff. What are you talking about? Out of metal. That's what they're showing us. They what I'm talking shields, about was that the shields. No, but what I'm talking stuff. about is that's the thing they're spending their time on making. Water backpacks. As much as anything else. Like sure. why not buckets? Why would they think like, what, to they do that? Make buckets. Why would they, they think to do that? 
It seems silly to me. Why? They I may, would never wait, think wait, wait, wait. to create... They may have had some other time they needed to put out a fire. There's, How do you know? Okay, there's no... I said they may have had another time well, they if, needed to put out a fire. if they're making them, they need to make them bigger. Because those things would not hold much water. They were like scuba right. tanks. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, anyways, there was a large fire, and they had, like, all those backpacks ready to go. Yes. Scott they seems to had, think that's okay. Stuart, they also had a lot of buckets. Okay. Well, they got to have sand, a, buckets of sand. Well, they did. Too. They did. They had some buckets, and Ezekiel was throwing sand. That mm-hmm. makes more sense. Except he was throwing it all over the fire. He was throwing it everywhere. He wasn't throwing <laughs> it on one one spot. He wasn't throwing it on the no. fire though. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was thinking the same thing. It was like you need to like kind of quench like spots of the fire exactly. with that. <laughs> I, I wanted Jerry to say, "Hey, uh, dude, uh, aim next well, time." Well, anyways, I thought the Apocalypse Ghostbusters was a little weird. Okay. I think the whole idea is that they were showing that they are organized and and um, had made things to, you know, to handle emergencies that could come up. I, I totally understand your criticism of my comment, and Good. I do not agree with it. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. You don't know better. <laughs> no. No, I do not. Okay, so let's go into our uh, buy it or cleave it segment. Okay. I just renamed it, and I think it's brilliant. Thank you. So it's going to be buy it or cleave it, guys. So I'm going to read you a statement, okay. and then you're going to tell me if you buy it, why, and if you cleave it, why don't you think so? And what do we okay. win at the end of this? You win a finger from me. A new car. A new car. Okay. Hey. Okay. Um, Taco. All right. So number one, Aaron is going to go overboard and cause a war. Hmm. I think the war's already caused by uh, Carol. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. So I am going to say, um, I'm going to cleave that because he's not even going to get a chance to do anything because Carol already screwed everything up. Okay. I'm going to go against you and say he's going to help Carol screw everything up in some fashion. So I'll buy that. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Scott, what do you think? Um, well, I'm going to withhold my opinion because it's for more about you guys. Okay, all right. Always. Alpha thinks it was just Carol up there. <laughs> Cleave it. Okay, so first of all, I'm a little uh, concerned and confused that the Whispers did not also see this huge piece of metal falling out of the sky and realize that their forest was on fire. But I think, what was the question? Oh, she thinks she's alone? No. I think she's going to come across the burned out forest and understand that something happened there. And it's going to be all out war. It's not going to be Carol's fault per se, but Carol will be the one who's, who started it mm. in Alpha's eyes. I don't think I don't, I'm going to cleave it and say that um, I don't think Alpha really cares whether Carol's alone or not. She's going to go after her. I would agree with that, too. Gotcha. Gotcha. She's over the border, and since there is a problem over the border, I think uh, the Whisperers just want some issue to arise where they have an excuse to to go after these people anyways. But our people have also seen that she's been over, somebody's been over the border for their side too, right? Yeah, that's so how I they mean, found yeah, the skin. Yeah, it's escal- escalated tensions on both sides. Yeah. All right. It's Berlin again. Yeah. Um, all right. And the last one. Eugene will build a huge bomb from the satellite materials. 
Fuck uh, no. Cleave it. No, I think I, I, I could buy that. I could buy that for What's sure. What's the bomb going to be for? Against the Whispers. Nah. Nah. Why, why do you think that, Kim? Uh, I just, I, I... Why are you bringing out the cleaver? I... <laughs> I don't think they had enough time to get stuff off of the satellite, and uh, I don't know. I just don't think he did. Stu, uh, you're buying it. I, I am buying that. Yes, I'm buying that. He could. He's going to build something out of that. I don't know if it's necessarily a bomb, but he's definitely he's looking to build something, and this is the excuse to give Eugene um, some materials to make something. Yep. I don't know what it is, but he's going to make something out of it. He right. could make yeah. a big cleaver, like a big automated exactly. cleaver. Exactly. For cleaving yeah, it. And, and evidently um, they were trying to pick up the whole damn satellite. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> I we guess they were got to get out of here, but let's grab the whole satellite. Everybody let's get just around. Let's bring the yeah. whole damn satellite. Yes, just get some leverage and we'll pick this bad boy up. And Michonne's like, all right, if Eugene's not leaving, we got to pick we're the whole staying. damn thing I up. I would have been like, <laughs> Motherfucker, get your ass out of here right now! It's like yeah. a little child. Wow, do you? Wow, do you talk to your children that way? Not my quite goodness. like that, but yeah. Oh my! Not goodness. all the time. Sometimes when they really piss me off. No. Okay. Well, that's adorable. I'm about to be talking um, to bacon like that right now. I know. <laughs> well, Kim, let me ask you this. I got a big question. Drop it, do bacon. You have any listener comments? Of oh. course we do. Yes. Belinda Wingate said, This was a great first episode of the season. It's nice to see everyone back together and see Michonne smiling. The scene with Sadiq makes me wonder if he is struggling with PTSD or a guilty conscience. I see that Lydia is still an outcast, so who taught her how to use the bow staff? Love the scene between Daryl and Carol, BFFs. I'm looking forward to this season, especially with Lauren Cohen coming back. Belinda, Belinda hit on two things that I did forget to, that I wanted to mention. It was nice seeing Michonne not being an asshole the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I did think that it was interesting about Lydia with her staff, the practicing she was doing. It would be, I, I do want to find out who she's been working with on that. Uh, but it's Morgan, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Morgan left? Like, you know, like when it's not that person, but they're... Being like superimposed, <laughs> disembodied Morgan. Anything <laughs> in disembodied Morgan? Maybe, maybe that's it. <laughs> oh, shit! It, it was the, the spirit, spirit of Morgan. The spirit spirit of, Morgan. of Morgan. Okay, spirit of Morgan. Yeah, well, yeah, he wasn't uh, teaching her very well. I, it was actually funny because I'm taking the cleaver to that one, Kim. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would too. What? When did she? She discussed it after the. Uh, the cast or something or she was being interviewed at the talking dead thing i think and she uh-huh. was talking about oh i was worried that people were going to think it was unnatural looking yeah. and all this kind of stuff hmm. which i would agree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was i mean it, it was definitely she wasn't as smooth with it as some of them that's why i'm interested to find out who's been working with her on it but well, anyway like kim said disembodied morgan elizabeth lawson said Oh, God, I had forgotten what a good Walking Dead show was like. Top quality content. I feel like the first five minutes of this episode were a gift to everyone who suffered through fear this season. Exactly. Proper horsey people, (laughs) not fart-ass wannabes. Now this is how proper action scenes are supposed to be done. The level of intensity is upped tenfold, and the audience is immediately engaged. Grandpa Negan. 
Yeah, I, I, I got to agree. The uh, Well, I don't know. You know, I'm not quite agreeing with the horsey people because um, Aaron, Aaron looked really uncomfortable on that damn horse. I love that they're, she's calling them horsey people. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. I agree with that. He did look, he, he did look very smooth on it. And, um, and who were the, the, the two warrior girls? Oh, shit. From the Oceanside? No, the the Yumiko and Magma. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. right, right. Yumiko right. looked extremely uncomfortable on that horse. Is her name Magna or Magma? No. Magna. Okay, I think you not said Magma. Not like lava. Yeah, you said Magma. No, she's not a lava. But uh but yeah, I mean <laughs> it was a gift, that's true. You know, it was uh it's definitely nice to get back to a show that I don't cringe when I think I have to watch it on a Sunday night. Seriously. Um, I'm like excited to watch it again. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think that's great. Our friend Emmeline Veltkamp said, so good, exclamation point, exclamation point. Dang, our peeps are organized, exclamation point. The fighting on the beach and even fighting the fire. They knew what they were doing as individuals and as a group. Mm-hmm. See, like I said, they were organized. Yeah. With their water backpacks. <laughs> All right, Diane LaSorsa, who I think is new to the show. So, hi, Diane. Welcome, Diane. You're talking to our show. Yeah. Said, excellent episode. Great start to a new season. So many scenes were done beautifully. Daryl and Carol, Connie and her sister, Aaron and Michelle. uh, Michonne? Michelle. Just great writing and storytelling. Carol and Alpha, it is on. Cannot wait for more. I I think they should get rid of Michelle you know and, and she's right I mean some of the uh, camera angles and all were really cool the the camera angle at the beginning with the walker coming out of the water so was cool. very uh, saving private Ryan-esque yeah. from, uh, from uh, D-Day the D-Day beach scene yeah um, which I thought was really cool I thought it, that was a neat angle that they were taking like that yep so good cinematography and here we have the better half Laura LaVarnway says <laughs> Ah. I loved when Daryl told Carol she needed to stay and he didn't want to have to poke holes in the boats. <laughs> here you hear Love you. smiley face. Yep. Mark, the not as great part of the duo. Yeah, the loser half. Yeah, the loser half. Mark Lavarnway said, Very good. Although the first scene with Judith on the radio I thought was going to be more PSA commercials, but it wasn't. Uh, thank God. The Carol and Daryl scene was the highlight, but when he began throwing down his wisdom, that was the cherry. He ain't wrong. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right, Mark. All right, Laura Grimes at TWD Losty said, Smells of the best walking dead. <laughs> it tells you an amazing season is ahead. We have lost so many characters, and that is very sad, but who says we still haven't seen the best season? Loved it. Very good. And yes, training battle tactics, wow. Epic intro. Good balance action versus dialogue. All right. Very good. Agreed. Cash Cooper at at Cash Coop said, nice touch with the chapters showing the story. Okay, so he liked that. He liked the chapter thing. I did too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Showing the story from different locales and then converging at the time of the satellite crash. Enjoyed three men and a baby, but we'll have to see what Gabriel and Rosita feel about all this. Overall, nice balance between action, moving the story forward. And I think everybody listening, hearing mm-hmm. Kim fighting the dog under the table while I'm reading that, it was I probably going to be more yeah. enjoyable. What the hell was that about? So sorry. So sorry. 
It even made me cringe. Grabbing toys. <laughs> As the microphone is bouncing all over the table. I know, exactly. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> oh, he's an annoying little puppy. Uh, Jeff Blue Wave 2020 at New Jeff CT said, Definitely a good start to the season with the tension of the whispers hanging over the group. Thought it was cool to see them using Roman-style military tactics in the beginning. Love the intense Carol Alpha stare down at the end. Good setup overall. Yeah, I would agree with that. Totally. I agree as well. I agree as well. Yep, right. I agree. The shields were kind of fun, even though I don't think those spikes would do a whole lot of damage on a uh, no. on a walker. But They're more for looks, I think. Yeah, I think hold so. them more in place for, for people. Hold them in place for a little bit. No. Fan mom at fan mom AF said, "I loved it. It was like being reunited with family after a long separation." There you go. Schrodinger's cat at in Paradox State said. I shed tears of joy being able to enjoy TWD-verse after the appalling bad Fear Season 5. I spent the entire premiere throwing my hands up in excitement. <laughs> Love the pace and the different POVs, uh, dialogue, the Alpha Carol sh- stare down, the epic intro training scene, the duo's trio moments. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mbop, a.k.a. Chris at Poison 10 said, So many people, it's a bit confusing. Good stare out with Carol and Alpha. Uh, Negan needs to, take a cha- needs to take charge soon. Beginning reminded me of, of them Vikings, but agree the training was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Mbop. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> <laughs> I love it's, you, buddy. M. <laughs> M. It's not. The letter M. It's not the letter M. <laughs> no, but when you put the letters together, it's M. <laughs> it's M. Uh, next week on The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 2, we are the end of the world. Okay. The origins of Alpha and Beta are revealed. Alpha attempts to toughen up Lydia as they prepare to walk with the dead. The whispers create their herds. Okay. So is Lydia back with them now? No. She no. says Alpha attempts to toughen up Lydia. It also says we learn the origins of Alpha and Beta. So no. we learn how Lydia became Okay, the so, we're, so we're seeing background I to think the Lydia's, whispers. I think Lydia is going to be back with the whispers. Eventually, I so, think so. Uh, so no, unfortunately, she will be next episode. So the unfortunate thing is we're not back with what's going to be happening from what transpired in this past episode we're back no, we're gonna with be the doing a, we're gonna do a way way back machine. Uh, i don't like that i'm not big i don't those. like that way uh, way back machines oh my god yeah yeah they're not my favorite i'm excited to see the origins of alpha and beta to see I'm how that really. all happened oh are you i am super excited I, i'm really not y'all i am so excited that the walking dead is back i could pee myself okay you did earlier i think i did yeah that's what well, happened. You're banging when your mom on the desk. Five. Made me pee myself. Yeah, Scott's so. having problems. He's like, Scott's right. using a jar now. I am a beer bottle. I'm using my Augie's beer bottle. I mean, keeping it real, Kim. <laughs> I'm keeping it real. That's gross. If <laughs> <laughs> ew. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they could make the new series half as awesome as this one is, which they never will, then it would be yeah. great. Otherwise, it's going to be another Fear the I'm Walking st- Dead. I, you know, Why I'm, bother? Let's I'm just happy. stay with this one. I'm happy that they keep this season going the where it's going right now. That's all I'm happy for. 
Because yeah. after, yes, after Fear of the Walking Dead, I don't want to belabor a point. Um, right. But this was very refreshing and a good start to the, the series. Yeah, it was good. You don't think it was a lot better? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely, definitely. I'm, but I'm not getting all all giddy over this because I've been let down by them before, yeah. too. Well, you're a, no, I know. You're a glass half empty kind of guy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That glass is kind of a little. Well, you're actually like a glass. Um, you may say that's what I wanted in that glass, but that's not even what I wanted in that glass. Yeah, that's milk. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want that. It's like, that's not what I ordered for that glass. Right. You can fill it up halfway with beer, please. <laughs> I was looking for a can, and you give me a glass. Exactly. Yeah, so it's exactly. like no, yeah, I'm you okay completely with screwed up. You're gonna give me a glass. It's okay. Just not milk. God. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't call him a god. It goes straight to his head. It does. All right. So y'all write in to us, please. <laughs> 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 hey, they are writing into us. Look yeah, at all these get, comments. Uh, I'm getting good, to just great comments, make you folks. Be quiet. Yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> well played, Kim. At fearmepodcast at gmail.com. Twitter is fearmepodcast, and Facebook is facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.